A big thank you to everyone tuning in and a warm welcome to the discussions delivered podcast where we engage in discussions that truly really matter to you. This is Surya Pasricha and I'm going to be your host for this podcast. Hearing from people and leaders from a variety of backgrounds from across the globe. I hope you learn something as much as I do and I hope that you learn something new. In today's episode, we have Jason Thomas with us who is the co-founder of Blue Stick Media. a digital marketing agency based in Kerala over the past several years jason has been helping entrepreneurs scale their businesses globally through the power of digital in this episode we will be uncovering jason's entire journey from starting as a student in college to eventually building his own successful company and we'll also deep dive into how he leveraged moment marketing to establish his foothold in the industry Jason has also been featured in the Economic Times and is also one of the LinkedIn top voices for 2021. In today's episode, we will also be talking about some crazy topics such as building your online presence through Instagram Reels, marketing automation, and how you can get started with building your personal brand through LinkedIn whether you are still in college or working somewhere. I promise you, there is a lot to learn from this episode and without any further ado, let's just hear out from Jason. Welcome to the podcast Jason. Thank you so much for joining us. It is really a pleasure hosting you today. Thank you Sia so much. Thank you for the invite and uh, thanks it's a pleasure to come and speak. Perfect. Then let's just jump straight into the conversation and let's uncover your entire journey. So Jason, can you tell us a bit about yourself and the work you do at Blue Stick Media so that you know our listeners can align themselves better with our conversation? Absolutely. So my name is Jason Thomas and I am a 23 year old entrepreneur and uh, I currently um, you know uh, focusing on my own business you know I am a co-founder of Blue Stick Media which is one of the this is one of the biggest in terms of number of people in in the in the state of Kerala in digital marketing so we are doing that and we have worked with about 70 plus clients including Red Cross Mukut Dormacaba uh, and several other clients across four continents in the US Australia India Europe etc and uh, yeah uh, it's been 3 years into uh, working in this agency and uh, and that's what i'm currently doing there and uh, I, i started this agency with uh, my brother telson and uh, one of my partner uh, dixon and uh, right now we are 23 to 24 people uh, so yeah that's i i have a lot of story behind that i think we can explore that in in, in the coming questions i guess definitely i mean that's really amazing and also you know i was reading about you and your company blue stick media in the economic mm-hmm. and what really intrigued me was the story behind your company and how you leverage moment marketing can you tell mm-hmm. a bit about that and how did blue stick essentially start so the starting of blue stick i have to go way back uh, you know, six to seven years uh when me and my brother actually were really interested in making memes actually so uh, we start we had this page called dude after about three to four failed attempts in creating good meme page we started a page called dude and after two years we got about 4.4 million followers 
for that page and that was one of the biggest meme pages in india and uh, we started earning a lot from that page by having some partnerships and having our own website and extra we were earning like 2 lakh rupees per month and uh, but uh, at the year 2016 or 2017 uh, we could see that facebook's reach was going down and uh, all of a sudden uh, facebook banned us one day you know for violating some kind of uh, policies and and uh, we also had an app we created an app called dude app which got about 50000 downloads in the first month itself and that also we couldn't handle that much of traffic coming to that app uh, so that also collapsed and both of the both the app and the page got collapsed and we were working on it for about 3 to 4 years and everything got lost and then uh, we thought that one of our friends said that uh, hey we can do a workshop a digital marketing workshop called swipe up uh, in which we tell businessmen and students on how they can also grow their business using uh, digital marketing and we did that swipe up and from that uh, workshop one of the sponsors of the workshop actually said that they they, uh, they need a digital marketing agency for that they, they were a decently big company so we started that was our first client um, and that's how we thought that hey this could be a good really good business model uh, you know uh, trying to use our experience and helping other brands uh, gain uh, momentum on online marketing and uh, this were uh, pre geo era in which you know 1 gb uh, cost like you know 300 350 rupees and uh, nobody really understood how the you know, uh, the marketing online thing has actually worked so we could we thought, thought that this could be a really nice business model and then we uh, named our agency uh, blue stick and after that this it was like a really good uh, journey for us and the question that you asked were about moment marketing right so after about one and a half years into the agency uh, we could sense that in the industry there was this some uh, thing called moment marketing you know really picking up you know uh, before that you know the content uh, most of the content people were putting out were evergreen content or you know something that is related to the niche or anything of that sort but uh, i think there was an instagram account called, account called fake ad co so they i think they started this uh, trend called moment marketing uh, what they did was that they created uh, some kind of formats uh, some kind of meme formats that other brands can just pick up and you know throw in their usps or uh, throw in their uh, whatever that might be re- relevant to their brand or product and mix it with that trend and they'll easily they could easily create that recreate that meme for them and that the, another concept about moment marketing was that you know to mix something that is trending that is already trending right um, that could be the topic uh, that is trending in the internet and pick that at and create a meme and mix it with their brand and usp and put it out there so these two things actually really worked on the internet because it was really uh, talking about the direct thing that was trending right everybody wants to see something that is trending uh, everybody wants to see the memes that were trending right so when brands adopted uh, adopted this strategy it was like really nice and then what uh, this was the thing that this just got uh, you know uh, all of the agencies across india were trying to create some kind of formats uh, or anything and then we were also trying to do that and finally uh, after a couple of failed attempts we uh, created a format called uh, real permissions in which we ask uh, you know the the creative went like this in which we uh there is an um, permission kind of thing uh, if you use android or ios before you know after installing an app you will get a 
uh, you, the app will ask uh, permission to uh, grant permission right we took that screen and we put it uh, put it for you know tinder we put it for other uh, brands like i think um, a couple of brands we took sample dummy brands and we put uh, it for them you know um you know uh, do you want to be uh, what do you say uh, do you want to have a i i really forget forgot what we uh, made uh, but we made po- about five uh, kind of uh, we took five kind of uh, brands and remade that meme for them and put it on our instagram account and we called it real per hashtag real permissions and uh, after you know i think after a couple of hours it just took out you know and uh, the the famous uh, instagram account called social media dissect and uh, social samusha reshared that thing and said that hey this there is this new uh, trend going on and then within seconds you know i could see uh, in the hashtag page you know i, I could see a lot of brands you know writing that uh, trend and one day about one to two day about 1000 plus brands including amul comedy central um richelis uh, a lot of brands were diving into that uh, a lot of top brands in india uh, if you take any top brand they were doing that trend and then you know um, someone from economic times uh, called me up and said that uh, uh, we are you know featuring all those women viral women marketing thing that agencies did and i think they picked about two to three or four uh, women marketing campaigns that went really well and one of them was ours and that's how we got uh, traction in economic times and that was one of our milestone achievements in as an agency so yeah that's the story of that moment marketing uh, that, that's really inspiring i mean uh, you started with a humble background but then you hustled along the way and you uh, established two firms and essentially after that you established blue stick media which is really inspiring and uh, I mean it must have been difficult and exhausting for you to you know start a venture from scratch did you did you fear failure uh, at the beginning or was it a no pain or no gain kind of thought process for you uh, initially frankly speaking we didn't have that intention of uh, that i didn't see my being an entrepreneur initially you know i started this thing we started this thing while i was in my uh, uh, plus one or plus two school school time so this meme pages and everything so i i thought that this is really something that i like uh, you know uh, trying to use the internet to make money that's it i didn't think that i would be you know my career would be a uh, you know to uh, be an internet entrepreneur or anything i just wanted to do something and you know uh, get some money out of it that's it but eventually um, we realized that you know we got into the game you know when we uh, got that success with that meme page and then we got into that app then we that kicked in you know we thought that hey this is it you know we are getting this much money 2 lakh rupees about 2 lakh rupees per month, per month while i was like 19 years old or something of that sort and then uh, we thought that i uh, we should hire some people to do our work uh, i hired a couple of my friends in my co- college and that's when things really kicked in I, uh, that that thing really we got addicted to that you know learning something new uh, creating a system and you know hiring people to do that and uh, we uh, they, you know we we trying to uh, you know make the business better you know instead of doing day to day tasks so that was really the kick 
and then we decided that hey we should definitely go into business and uh, uh, then uh, the one thing uh, one of my initial phase when we uh, we were doing a lot of stuff we we tried to do uh, build games we tried to do animated youtube videos and whenever we failed uh, the initial failures was really disheartening but then i i thought that hey if if we fail it's a good thing that it means that we experimented something new and i surely learned a lot of it you know whenever we fail doing something uh, really new uh, the second time i know that hey, these are the things i shouldn't do so i then after that whenever i fail right uh, now also i fail every week i fail about a lot of times you know trying to pitch new ideas to my clients or trying to pitch even <laughs> i'm trying to pitch some ideas to uh, our colleagues they'll reject that even <laughs> so every every, uh, every time i fail and i say that oh this is uh, a natural thing for entrepreneurship the failure is just um, like a shadow for us it's it's always with us and uh, it's an uh, entrepreneurship is nothing without failures you know you would be uh, if you are doing the same thing every day you you might not fail but if you are doing something new and experimental you are going to fail yeah i mean that's really great because i also just started with the podcast like one month back and have you know failed a lot i i was you know uh, not very confident to start the podcast because uh, just because i was not confident uh, in talking to people but now i'm learning day by day and i'm trying to improve myself and also i believe uh, that you know stopping to learn is like stopping to live and you must constantly learn something new expand your skill sets expand your knowledge and just try to hustle along the way and just fail because failure is what makes you perfect in the long run and uh, absolutely yeah and also i would like to share a personal story over here so basically i also you know started a venture right in college but i failed and that too miserably but i mean uh, it was a bit of uh, demotivating initially but then i started looking at the positive side of things and you know it gave me a lot of hope and a lot of learnings which i'm sure would help me in the long run and you know this is especially for our listeners as well that you know a lot of times things won't work out for you but you should not lose hope and just keep on trying it is basically those efforts which would you know ultimately bear the fruit for you so yeah that was my story yeah yeah, you, yeah yeah that your story was really on point you know uh, it's like uh, there are a lot of people who uh, are afraid to try right there is this quote uh, called you know you miss 100% percentage of the shots that you don't take right so uh, you should take a lot of t- especially when uh, when you're in uh, college right that's the best place or time that you can uh, take multiple shots you know if i were in my college i if i had a chance to go back to my college times i would uh, but double the uh, you would the risk that i'm taking right now i would take a couple of shots you know i'll always day in day out try something new i don't i always have something to fall back right you know to my if everything fails i can surely uh, do good uh, try to uh, get a new job a good job and the society doesn't have that much uh, say in our things you know they won't even know what what we're trying to build right when we are in college so uh it's like uh, uh, if you're doing btech it's like for your window in which you can test out anything anything possibly and uh, i i'd say that you know students have that golden time period and they should be trying new things and failing uh, even if you fail on doing 
10 thing 10 things uh, in your college time i think that will be the best 10 things that you take out of your college time um, you know when you are whenever you are going to going for an interview uh, if they see that you, you have done at least 10 things and you have failed in it it means that you have you have exposed yourself to the real world right then the market has crashed you down so that means you know what don't what to do and what not to do yeah yeah and i mean the college is the best time to try because after you graduate from college you would have a lot of responsibilities on your shoulders and you won't be able to you know give your 100% to things so i mean yeah college is the best time to try and uh, one should uh, certainly never stop trying uh, on doing certain uh, on, on doing different things in college and uh, i would also advise people uh, to you know start something of on of their own Uh, it could be a youtube channel it could be a podcast it could be your own business but at least try doing something new because doing something uh, new would uh, make you learn would make you always improve yourself so yeah absolutely yeah and also i uh, recently heard that you became the linkedin top voices for 2021 uh, so how do you feel about that and does it put any sort of surmounting pressure on you to you know consistently perform better um i started using linkedin i think two or two or three years back um i thought that you know i always had this uh, intention to uh, write down my thoughts somewhere you know i used to have a blog but uh, i used i i had for that you know five or six years back i had couple of blogs i were writing a couple of blogs and i sharing here and there but i couldn't keep it going because i never had an audience you know writing blog you know i'll write down all my thoughts but that that's just a web page you know nobody would be read that right but i ha- always had this intention to write down something and i had a lot of ideas i needed to share with other people and then you know i don't want to do it on my facebook or instagram or anything of that sort because in those platforms you know people who follow me are my family and friends they don't want to uh, read my bullshit right uh they say yeah and the next day i go to my college and they'll be uh, ready with a couple of memes or trolls that uh, they can use against me right i don't want to expose myself to that kind of thing mm-hmm. so then i stumbled upon linkedin and, and i thought that hey this is a really nice platform it's just like you know other platforms they have a lot of audience but uh it's not my friend and friends and family so of course and uh, there are people who are interested to uh, read my story who wants to follow me who wants to spread positivity extract stuff so i thought that hey uh, i still remember you know uh, i was sitting in a restaurant you know and i had had one short idea to write down and i just okay i said to myself hey open linkedin i just opened the linkedin and you know typed it down and i could feel that uh, anxious moment when I, the time before i just hit post right and after hitting post i thought that oh there that was so much you know Uh, relax you know revealing uh, what you say uh, relaxing for me to uh, take that idea from my head and put it there and uh, i that, i i got about 2 to 3 likes for that <laughs> that's it but that starting momentum i i then started writing weekly uh, by weekly and you know uh, about one or one or two years ago i started to doing uh, to increase the number of time of times of posting and um right now i kind of try to post daily and then 
could see that you know when i'm when i'm trying to share my experience of building a startup uh, there are a lot of people who want to read read that that would be a really resourceful for them you know i got a lot of followers out of it and i was just uh, documenting my process right i'm not i'm i'm not trying to be a guru out there i'm not trying to be a motivational guru or anything i'm just uh, frankly documenting whatever my thoughts are whatever my learnings are just documenting it there and some of the people a lot of people have messaged me that you know the thing i put out there really has helped them and uh, my intention was that you know if i write a lot uh, it could never uh, pull me down right if the more i write or the more i try to uh, share my ideas it could the possibility is that either nobody is going to read that or i am going to gradually get an audience but there is no possibility of me going down or you know <laughs> there is no possibility like that so there is no risk involved right so i my thinking was like you know after 5 years time or 6 years time i'm going to get something out of this but it was sooner than the way sooner than the, uh, that you know it probably took about 2 and a half years or something of that sort to you know uh, majorly i got about uh, about 50% or 60% of the clients that i have in boosting media we got it from linkedin so that is a higher uh, achievement in my uh, in my perspective because that has actually helped us you know hire more people give jobs for more people you know gain the momentum for our uh, digital marketing agency and then obviously uh, that linkedin job boys really like uh, but i i never worked for it right i i actually didn't knew know that there was this thing called linkedin job boys actually happened you know it was like a side effect kind of thing you know i just wrote a lot of stuff and these linkedin guys just ping me and told that hey we have picked you and that was a really thrilling moment you know um, then that's that's the time when people actually around me my friends and family actually came to know that i was you know doing these things on linkedin and etc so um, after that there was no much of a pressure or anything uh, i always say that if i sometimes i am no in no mood of you know writing a post or anything i don't force myself or anything but i try to uh, you know uh, go with the flow at least some point of time in a day i would like to write that's the time that i will just not down and post there so there is some pressure or anything of that sort yeah yeah i mean that is really an amazing way to look at it i mean uh, there is nothing to lose kind of attitude is really important because uh if you hold on to something you will ob- always be you know uh, worried about that so it's you know okay to experiment with things and uh, it 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 is also important to you know stay consistent on social media especially linkedin because i am also using linkedin since the past 2 to 3 years but recently i started writing uh, on a weekly basis on linkedin i basically write a lot about marketing entrepreneurship and all that stuff and i started to gain a lot of followers a lot of you know traction through linkedin and it has really helped me networking with different people from all across the globe and it's it's really amazing to talk to people you know learning from them and hearing their point of views so it has been really fruitful for me and i believe it should it can be fruitful for a lot of people out there i mean some people are of the point of view that you know linkedin is a scam but uh if you actually use it to your uh, use it carefully and use it perfectly well then you would actually get a lot of value out of it and it's really an amazing platform everyone should use it i mean essentially also this pandemic has you know 
caused the linkedin uh, the usage of linkedin to surge a lot i mean a lot of people have been looking out for remote jobs a lot of people have been posting thoughtful content on linkedin but uh, it has also caused social media has also caused distress to some extent because you know people are just uh, scrolling uh, their feed and you know not focusing on building real relationships so what's your uh, take on that and uh, what do you think is more important building uh, relationships on uh, a social media platform or is it better to build social uh, is it better to build relationships outside the social media platform as well uh, scrolling indefinitely on social media so that's a real actually a real huge problem that we are facing you know our generation is facing if you look at the screen time of uh, most of our people it the i just ran recently i ran a poll on linkedin asking people to just vote uh, about their screen time per day and the results are really shocking about 60 or 60 more than 60% of the people actually spend more than 6 hours per day looking at their phones and i have even got people telling me that they they are using it for more than 15 hours per day i'm just i'm not kidding really so uh, if you sleep about 8 hours a day that is like about 16 hours of way uh, awake time like out of that 16 hours some people tell me that they are used uh, they are looking at their mobiles for more than 12 to 15 hours i'm not sure how they are doing that but yeah that's like that's the reality of the situation, right so um, i try to minimize it as much as possible even though this one of my uh, a lot of my business actually runs on my phone but i try to bring down b- below 6 hours or 5 hours so uh, just so that i remain uh, safe right i don't want to just go if you if you open like the the problem is that if i want to do something else and uh, i took my phone for something else but suddenly some kind of notification pops up i click on that i go to uh, instagram and somebody like my prof- uh, picture okay uh, that's good and then i click on that reels button i go to reels then it's uh, uh, what is the pit hole right and i just keep on scrolling uh, reels and within no time it's like about 45 minutes have passed and i totally forget why i took actually my, i actually took my phone right so these things are there you know and then the second thing is that you know on these platforms right you know yes, even on linkedin there is this thing called you know uh when you look into uh, yeah, when you scroll through linkedin you most of the time you will be seeing that uh, others have achieved this others have achieved that they have done this on instagram too you know, they are, some of our friends are going for the trip they are having that they they both they are having a good bike they are they have they were relaxing when you were having a lot of stress but that's like uh, like one out of uh, that that is just one day out of uh 365 days in an year maybe that's the best day that they they had in that year they are just capturing that moment and putting it on instagram just like that you would also have one of the best days in, in that year but when you see that when you have about 400 friends every day one of your friends is going to have the best day of their year right and they are sharing it on their instagram stories and uh, feed and you will see that everyone else literally everyone is have, enjoying their life and having the time of the life but i am having all these problems all these negativities all these anxiety uh, my life is basically shit so but everybody has that too you know, they are not doing that on you uh, instagram they are not sharing that on instagram right just like that 
you know uh, so you don't need to compare yourself you know looking at uh, the social media profiles right um, that is there and third is that the danger of like uh, going the other extreme you know I, i don't want to use instagram at all i don't want to use linkedin at all obviously that's a choice of the person but uh, the problem is that especially you know people say that you know this uh, covid thing actually have put uh, the world uh, have pushed the world at least five years ahead of the time so everybody is actually interested in technology everybody is, even you know 50 or 60 year old teachers are using zoom to take classes um, 50 year old people are actually ordering online um, using somato using all those apps and just uh, you know i think covid just uh, covid has been the best catalyst for change uh, uh, for the better in technology there are a lot of uh, tragedy that has happened to that in the other side and that's really bad you know uh, i wouldn't replace that with the the, the push that we got Uh, because a lot of people have lost their relatives and uh, loved ones so that's always there but uh, if you are not uh, learning about this platforms or technologies you are becoming what you say irrelevant for the times if you don't know what's um, what's uh, how does linkedin work or uh, what is clubhouse or uh, what is um, what you say anything that is coming new Uh, you are becoming irrelevant right uh, that's how today today today's uh, society literally uh, communicate with each other right it's not and everything is so down and so if you are using it for the better right uh, if you are using it to uh, uh, as you said you know if you are using it to really have a connection with each other if you are just scrolling through linkedin and you see that uh, someone actually has uh, put up a really beautiful content you just click on that that profile and just message them hey i really love this uh, content and i just want to discuss with it, with it you uh, to and uh, can we have a call or something of that sort and just uh, getting on a call and you know picking their brains having um, making friends with them and you know uh, possibly uh, building a business out of it so that's how i look uh, uh, that's the perspective that I, that i take actually you know whenever i am scrolling through linkedin i whenever i i read a content that's really nice or read a, anything that is really nice i try to uh, you know uh, build a relationship with with, with them eventually uh, uh, a lot of those kind of relationship uh, has you know been you know we we have met each other in the real world we have talked it with each other and we already also have made business exchanges with each other so obviously use it for you know to make connections rather than to just uh, for blind consumption right a lot of people are doing that they are just consuming a lot of stuff you know reading all these things reading just consumption 100% consumption they are not producing anything they are not building relationships that's not the way to go so what i can understand it can be absolutely fatal for a business as well as an individual if you are not using uh, social media especially linkedin in these times especially linkedin and instagram so yeah i mean it's uh, really important to manage your time effectively as well because if you are just scrolling your feed uh, the entire day you won't get any value and you won't be posting stuff so how would you actually build those relationships with your customers your peer network or maybe your professors so yeah that's really a very important point and uh, you know also instagram reels has exploded and grown like anything so what do you think about creative marketing especially both in the b2b segment as well as the b2c segment using such platforms 
yeah we have already uh, you know, by the start of this year right we have already uh, started using reels for our i think at least three or four of our clients are using uh, reels and we have recommended to do that and we are creating content for the same so uh, it was like now after three months only we are getting a clarity about what what exactly is reels what will work on reels what's the nature of uh, instagram reels algorithm etc etc so it's a really beautiful thing that uh, that happened to instagram you now they just copied it from twitter uh, tiktok obviously but um, it it it, it uh, the thing is that it, it, it is a huge boost for uh, small businesses because uh, if if uh, if uh, for the static posts other than reels right like uh, some the previous years instagram if uh, if i am a small business i i post something really beautiful uh, it only reaches if i only have 100 people following me it only reaches that 100 people that's it uh, uh, no one else it's the chance of it getting uh, uh, attention of other people who are not following me it's very minute you know either it's going to be i got to have a really nice hashtag strategy or instagram should pick that up and put it on the explore page or people should just uh, those people should just reshare it to their stories that's the only way that i could get that small business could get more reach right but instagram reels opened it up like nothing you know if i post a really nice reel it is going definitely going to reach at least 1000 people even if i only have um, 100 followers or 200 followers if it's really nice right it will surely reach about 500 more than 500 people 1000 people or that's all so that's i think for me that's the most crucial part you know that um, uh, it gives you uh, gives businesses or creators that opportunity to reach more people uh, or come to go to more people's feed that are not following you so that uh, and also instagram is also i think prioritizing reels over other posts you know static posts so uh, still people are about i think uh, 70 more than 70% of the businesses or creators are also shying away from bringing reels because there is a uh, video element to that and many people are not comfortable with video uh, but you can always uh, be creative around that how to uh, crack that you can talk with other other freelancers who are uh, creating reels for them or even you can uh, hire a video editor who can just uh, create animated reels or uh, reels with just pictures or anything of that sort but i think it's like uh, 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 it's like and what do you say if you're having instagram strategy you cannot from now onwards you cannot avoid the reels that's just uh, the game right now that's really interesting and yeah that's really interesting to know and uh, how are you basically managing your team right now because uh, everything has shifted to a remote working culture and how did you used to manage uh, your team earlier as compared to your managing it now so what are the yeah. what are the different challenges which you are essentially facing yep uh, so it's been about i think more than one year i think it's been about 1.2 years that we have started working from home before that we uh, we have had an office uh, and one uh, everybody would come from a lot of different places to that of you used to work together right that's a very different uh, thing and it's a thing of the past right now it's been uh, about you know we haven't uh, after that you know we have hired a lot of people we haven't even met uh, uh, in 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 face to face Uh, yet so it's the things have changed dramatically you know i i don't think we are going back to that situation in soon uh, 
um, back to like a hundred percent office uh, things. I think that's not here in the foreseeable future. So uh, how things have changed is that the advantage of uh, working from home is that you save a lot of time in commute, right? There were people who were uh, traveling about one and a half uh, hours or two hours to reach our office every day. And that's like four hours lost in uh, commute, right? The energy, the money, and then a lot of things are lost there. So working from home, you don't have, you don't, you have, you get that four hours benefit, right? That is there. And you have that flexibility, you know, uh, in our office, uh, uh, there are a lot of uh, things, right? Coming to the office on time, uh, having lunch at that time, uh, a lot of things are there. But if you're working from home, if you have an emergency suddenly, or if you if you are not feeling well, you can just uh, take a break and you know postpone it to some other time. Or a lot of flexibility is there for when you're working from home. But the other the coin is that when you're working from home, um, creativity. You know, you're locked in your home. You're not going out. Your creative brain could take a hit. Uh, you're, you you could if you're an extrovert that's the worst thing that you can have you know if you're sitting home all the day your brains would be like coping uh, with anxiety and anger and that's not the best situation that you want to be in. and also uh, just like, vice versa uh, when you're working from home your boss always expects uh, you to be on in home um, so that there is no proper uh, you know nine to five working hours you know uh, that means that you'll get more, uh, you'll, you'll be asked to do more stuff and that could be really uh, a burden for uh, people who are working from home, right? There could be, and also in between, uh, we have our family uh, in, uh, demanding things from us. We have our boss demanding things from us. So it could be a really yeah, uh, high level task to uh, balance all of these things. And uh, in my opinion, it should be flexible. In the future, it should be flexible. Some people find it really comfortable working from home, and uh, they would only recommend, you know, they'd come about one to two days a week to the office to chit chat and everything. And there are other people who uh, really want to get out the, out of their home and always be present in the office. So I think in the future, companies will be uh, ha having a flexible kind of thing. You know? If I want to have a, to work from home, I, I can take that. If I want to go office, I can do that. So I think that's the future that we can you know, see. But one huge thing that uh, advantage advantage that we uh, saw is that you know uh, previous to this uh, COVID thing, we had to commute to uh, the client's office every time they, we had a, a discussion or a pitch. Uh, that could be about four hours a drive or five hours drive or anything of that sort. We we would uh, lost uh, literally we will lose uh, literally a day commuting there and in a meeting. Right now, it's just a uh, 30-minute Zoom call. That's it. We're not losing anything. Um, so that's a huge thing. We can actually uh, schedule about four to five client meetings in a day. And even after that, we'll have time. But before that, you know, if we needed to meet one client, it will uh, we would lose one entire day. So, And also, um, we are based out of a district or a city called Kotem, which is not well known. So... Uh, before COVID, you know, whenever people wanted to visit us or when we wanted to visit them, they would always you know, ask about why we don't have a place in Kochi or any other uh, metro cities or Bangalore or Chennai. So right now that notion has, I think, pretty much changed. You know, they don't care about where your office is right now. We can 
literally be a, in, a, in a village or a, a remote area and still they are open to business yeah i mean work from home uh, saves a lot of businesses times lot of times for the individuals as well but it is also important to maintain your sanity because you can't go while working because yeah. if you go mad while working you won't be able to you you would uh, actually slide into a depression uh, and you won't be able to creatively and it also hampers creativity to a certain extent so yeah i mean uh, maintaining a balance and finding the right balance in life in every aspect of your life is really important Uh, yeah that's really interesting and uh, now coming to uh, you know the scope of ai in marketing what do you think uh, is the scope of ai in marketing and how would marketing automation flourish in the generations to come yeah uh, this was a really interesting topic that i wanted to learn and uh, i think in, in, in last year i signed up for a course from uh, iam calcutta in which the uh, the course was about uh, ai powered marketing so the course was really insightful it was a six month uh, long course i i gave a lot of insight before that i thought that i would never be able to understand actually what machine learning is right even though i have a computer science degree it was really hard for me to digest what really uh, machine learning means or ai means but the professors there were really nice and you know uh, and they i i i was able to pick up you know, i can now speak in the language of the machine learning expert or anything of that sort um, so then i understood that you know i think that you know in 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 a foreseeable future or after a couple of years just like how companies uh, you know right now uh, every every company has a social media agency or a social media strategy or a digital strategy right just like that just like that after a couple of five or six at least years uh, every company just like how they are doing social media right now they will also have a machine learning strategy every company most of the companies like those who have the ambition they will have a machine learning strategy in which they uh, think about how to use machine learning for their marketing how to use uh, machine learning in hr or to use machine learning in finance in every sort of uh, sphere especially on marketing which is relevant for us um already we are knowingly or unknowingly we are using uh, machine learning every day in our life whenever we are using facebook or whenever we are running facebook ads that's a really nice example of machine learning whenever we are trying to find a really nice song on spotify that's a really good example of recommendation in ai or machine learning but just like that there are hundreds of examples of machine learning but i think what marketers need to do is that they really need to understand what ml is that i what i see is that a lot of people actually think that they know what ml is but they don't even know 5% of what it, it really is they think that hey i know that there's a lot of data you need to process that data and then they you need to make an algorithm then that's it so it's like oh, they, first of all they have to admit that they don't know ai or ml and then they need to explore really what it is so it's not like just one switch and i become an ml engineer or ml expert it takes time even though if i learned ml i need to now i'm what i'm trying to do is that i'm trying to pick up projects so that i can have hands on experience also i'm trying to learn more read more about ml so that i stay relevant after even after 5 years my agency should stay relevant after 5 years so yeah uh, yeah since you know we are talking about ai and machine learning now uh, 
sometimes people don't really understand that there are two types of ai uh, so the first one is the artificial narrow intelligence and the other one is the artificial general intelligence so what artificial narrow intelligence is basically uh, it's basically a computer's ability to you know uh, perform a single task extremely well such as if you look at siri or maybe you uh, you look at google assistant uh, it really assists you superbly well but artificial general intelligence is basically mimicking human behavior really well and artificial general intelligence can you know perform any intellectual task that a human could so it's really important to understand the distinction between those two and a artificial general intelligence as of now is very narrow and it has not been developed uh, to that extent as artificial narrow intelligence has been developed so i mean it's really important for you know uh, tech enthusiasts to know this and uh, so yes. that you know they can uh, flourish in their uh, flourish in whichever domain they go after uh, after a couple of years so yeah that's that's one uh, a disclaimer i wanted to put right here and uh, and also what is that one advice which you would like to give startups individuals like myself and business owners when it comes to you know building your social media presence and uh, is there any mantra for succeeding digitally uh, the mantra for succeeding digitally is i think uh one of the huge pillar is consistency uh so you just got to show up every day that's it you know that's one huge thing you know you have to uh, make it a habit uh, so for example how i take a look at it is that hey, i just need to what what if i am if i am starting a youtube channel right what i do is that uh i'll have a long term vision after 3 or 5 years what i should be you know i need to have i need to be an expert in this space i need this much people thinking that i am a thought leader in this space right that's the goal that i have then what i do is that i'll have monthly goals you know i need to have this much subscribers and that's uh, i also do it right now I, at the start of every month i'll uh, i'll ha- i have a notion doc in which i have about six monthly goals in which i say that hey in twitter i need to reach this much followers in linkedin i need to reach this much followers and that's not a huge followership or anything in twitter i'll be thinking about gaining at least 100 followers that's it so uh, you don't need to have ambitious uh, short term goals but you need to have ambitious long term goals so that uh, my psychology is that you know if uh, if you have small goals in a short term period every uh, it's like for the fa- past uh, 12 months i achieved all my short goals uh, these kind of short term goals right so whenever i accomplish that i have more motivation to go ahead with more kind of challenges right but if it's uh, if the whole goal is like really huge i would never uh, you know in no month i'll never reach that goal right so that's like always like after a couple of months i'll quit trying right so that is my mantra you know, having short uh, goals for short uh, short term and then also after that what i do is that i uh, may make it a daily habit i have a lot of daily habits like you know Uh, meditating you know reading books uh, exercising uh, you know writing on linkedin or twitter um, so i'd add that you know if i want to um, make youtube a thing i uh, design my day and my week for that you know for example if i'm starting uh, youtube i'll be saying that every wednesday at 9 pm i should be in the script for my ne- next video and thursday 9 pm i'll be Uh, shooting that recording that video and friday maybe i'll be uh, doing 
my post production editing and seo and everything and i'll be uploading it on friday so i have a, a strict very clear tangible uh, you know uh, actionable right so these 3 days 9 pm i'll be doing this thing so just like that i i need to decide my week or my day for that and then i'll have a weekly review about what how did i achieve my goal or anything of that sort so these things i know you have you need to have a long goal but then you need to break it down to in you know, a monthly or actionable uh, monthly actions weekly actions and daily set of habits so that's like you know you don't need to always look at that long term goal you just need to look at if i am did did i overperform my previous uh, month i'm not look, comparing myself with any other channels or anything of that sort i'm just looking at my own record i'm my myself is my com- biggest competitor right if i'm outperforming my, myself definitely that means i'm uh, my graph is up right so i just need to keep that graph up that's it so yeah i'm talking about you know this design part of it and the consistency part of it uh, so with and with that uh, and one more thing incredibly uh, bottom thing is that the growth mindset you know some people have seen that you know uh, uh, they started linkedin with me or they started twitter with me but uh, still they only get about one to two likes it's been about two years so it's really hard you know to understand why these people they produce they have consistency with them they every day or every week they show up still they only get two or three likes what i see is that they don't have a really good growth strategy you know how you know they still only have 1000 connections they still only have 50 followers uh, they are just focusing on their content part or consistency part but in reality you need to uh, focus on the growth aspect also you need to have a goal about you know every month just like how i say that i'll post post 30 pieces of content i need to have 100 new followers somehow you need to hack that you know you need you for example in twitter you could be following a uh, similar kind of what uh, you 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 could find other profiles that are active and follow them if they are in your field some of them might follow back or anything of that sort you need to have some kind of growth hack so that you 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 make sure that you are expanding your audience right so that's also needed so it's basically about staying consistent and you know devising smart goals which basically means to devise specific me- measurable attainable uh, realistic and time bound goals so that you are always on the track to you know posting new and fresh content every day or every week or every month uh, so yeah that's that's really valuable for uh, people like myself who have just started you know their linkedin journey their podcasting journey the youtube journey so thank you so much for that and thank you so much for you know sharing your valuable insights and experience with us and i'm uh, and unfortunately you know this brings us to the end of this podcast and i'm sure that a lot of our listeners would have learned a lot from today's episode thank you once again and best of luck for the future as well thank you surya wonderful uh, it, it has been a wonderful experience you know uh, talking with you in this podcast and uh, wish you the best uh, yeah thanks once again thank you so much